in my pants at once for a thousand dollars I would bird up Hello. Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall and the show has started hey man hey Pat uh, Pat is back everybody's so excited uh, people were pretty pissed at Brent Flakes last week why is that? No, that's not true. He did a great job. Thanks for filling in last week, Brent. Um, As always. How come he didn't sing? Ooh. Uh, I, it was pretty spur of the moment. Um, I didn't get <laughs> It was pretty last minute that I asked him to, uh, you know, be on the show. So I think I'm I would have. I'm sure he's got, wait, he's got Big it. out for Harambe. Whip your dick out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. Whip your dick out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. Whip your dick out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. What the hell was that? I don't know. Somebody's no. hacking the system. Why? <laughs> you can you can listen for free on iTunes. Why why do you have to hack? Well, I some people just are into that sort of thing where it's it's I think it's a little over the top personally, but I could see, you know, some people are just that's what they do. Actually, yeah, dude, I went to a conference one time and the like keynote speaker was a former like hacker from prison. For a prison? It, like, from prison. Oh, from prison, yeah. That's pretty impressive to be a hacker from prison where they don't even have access to computers a lot. It was in prison for being a hacker. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Sorry, sorry I didn't specify. I know it wasn't clear. Yeah, that definitely wasn't clear, Pat. So, uh, <laughs> what have you been up to with the past two weeks? I've been pretty sick the past two days. Like, like sick, dirty, or like uh, illness? Illness. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but I, yeah, it's been rough. Yeah, it doesn't so, sound so good. No, it sucked. I like, oh, it was just constant sneezing and coughing, and this, that was the past two days. But today it's getting a little better. So, uh, yeah, man, there was that. And, um, had a couple birthdays the past week. It was my dad's birthday. Then it was my mom's birthday. So I've been pretty busy. Shout went out to your to, parents. Uh, yeah. Went to Granite City Brewery. All right. What's that like? I got I got so pissed off. Yeah. Okay, it's in Orland Park. They have a bunch of beers that they brew. Yep. It's like a nice restaurant. And I asked if I could try what they called a batch one. I'll bring the beers. Uh, Batch one thousand. I know yeah. you don't know I, I or you don't like IPA. Not a big IPA guy. Yeah. <coughs> it was like a double IPA. Okay. I was super pumped about it, and I asked if I could try it, and this yes. guy brought out like a Dixie-sized cup with beer in it. Oh, I meant like I was going to try it, like I was going to have one and drink it. I didn't ask for this. So okay, that's a good. So then, did you did he give that to you for free? Take your shirt off, yeah. you know, you, you have a beer. No, 
I was gonna ask him to like just bring me another one, but he like didn't come back around for like fifteen. So at that point, and I was just upset, so I just let it go. And yeah, ended up getting a like a cocktail. I'm like, I, I you know what? I'm not gonna pay ten dollars for for your beer if you're gonna yeah. bring me a Dixie size cup of it. But but Pat, he didn't. But he didn't charge you for the Dixie size thing, right? No, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah, you remember when we went to Two Brothers? Yes. Uh, there's like those samplers. The samplers it came in like yep. one of those. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of. So they charge if, you by that. Well, that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like Arby sauce. Yeah. So, so you don't recommend just, it then? Well, no. Just going back to what we've talked about before. Just everything has to be politically correct, man. I have to say, I will have one. I can't say, you know what? I'm going to try this. Yes. Because they're going to take it like that. If yeah, that's you know what what would happen if you were in the burrito line, Pat? Back at your uh, Marquette Alumni Memorial Union food court days, and somebody said, "I'm going to try the Caesar salad." I'd ask him if they had a meal plan, and yep. then I'd give them the normal Caesar salad. <laughs> you want to just grab a few leaves of lettuce and uh, put some sauce on it, and then uh, give it to them? No. What, what am I supposed to put it in? Just in their hands as a trial. No, that's unsanitary. Well, what if they just hand sanitized? What? <laughs> There's those hand sanitized stations everywhere. It's over the top. That doesn't make it sanitary. Well, okay, whatever, Pat. So, uh, <laughs> so you recommend that place? Just don't get their samples because it's a ripoff. So, just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say what you're gonna have. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, that sounds pretty fair. Um, what else do you do? Oh, uh, that's yeah. That's the majority those of the highlights. Last last week of baseball for me. Baseball. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time off in November. Haven't decided what I'm gonna do yet, but I think I'm gonna take like a week off. You just find yourself, Pat. Just find myself. Yeah. What am I looking for? Uh, yourself. I mean, you, your true identity. I know who I am. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm curious to see what you do with that time, Pat. Because well, I, you speaking know, of changes, I don't yeah. think I'm gonna send you Snapchats anymore. Why is that? Oh, I don't know, Jared. Why is that? <laughs> well, Matt, I, I posted one ridiculous one of myself. I'm not just – this isn't a one-sided thing. You're referring, I think, to my picture – your butter Snapchat picture that I posted on Facebook. I sent that to you with confidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, I posted it with confidence. Or I incompetence. Think, I think uh, people will enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, it's, man. They'll, they'll have at it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I posted a pretty ridiculous one of myself where somebody Snapchatted a fake beard on me. You think I like that? But you have a real beard. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, but it was a Fuller beard. Fuller beard. Yeah. Well, it was a Kyle Fuller beard. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. We'll get to the bear soon enough. So, uh, Pat, in this past week, I uh, Thursday night, I went to the Milwaukee Film Festival. They had their opening night, and it was uh, it was actually a lot more high class, a lot more of a big event than I thought it was going to be. Because I've been to a lot of different film festivals and kind of the more – I was picturing it more like a local one where, like, you go to some opening thing and it's just, like, a bunch of guys and, you know, maybe you have, like, this one big – you know, maybe one little room rented and you've got, uh, you know, maybe, like, a little buffet area or catered area and you've got maybe, you know, like 50 people there. This was This was at one of the UWM buildings and you couldn't tell it was a school building at all and – they decked it out with like four floors. You first of all, it took me like thirty minutes to get in. You're on this like fake red carpet, 
And uh, it was actual red carpet. It just didn't, there was nobody taking pictures of you uh, because who cares? And so you're going up there and you take an elevator up to like the fifth floor. And then each floor has like a bunch of different stuff. So like one floor had like the bar and then the other floor had like more food. One floor had like an open area where they were like have live bands performing. Um, they had a bunch. It was actually a really cool uh, opening thing. I was uh, not not as prepared for that as I thought I was going to be because I thought it was going to be a lot more low key. Uh, but it was definitely a cool experience. And I'm maybe I'll make it to one of the films as it goes on. But I just kind of went there as a work thing to kind of network with people and stuff like that. Um, and how'd that go? Uh, it went good. Actually, you know, it's funny because it's like, I was like, if I'm going to run into anybody at some random film festival that I know, it's probably going to be like somebody they don't know through work. It's probably going to be in Milwaukee. And I ran into a dude. I did run into a few people that I knew. Uh, some people I hadn't seen in quite some time. And it was uh, it was a cool thing. And I talked to a few random people. Uh, you know, who knows what will happen job-wise from many of that. You know, like, will we will our company get anything from it? Who knows? But um, it was just kind of a cool thing to see. You know, I, I recommend the Milwaukee Film Festival opening party at least to uh, anybody. Was anybody of note there? Um, other than myself, not much. Not that yeah, no, it's was, it's was all independent movies, so it's not like usually big people that you've heard of. So I uh, I went there and then I stayed the next night as well, and I stayed with Mr. Tom Pyrick. Uh, you guys can check out his classic Chubstep episode in a previous episode. But anyway, uh, we went out one night to uh, with the mr dave riedel a you know mutual a former uh kind of roommate of me and pat's freshman year so uh dave was in not me i didn't talk to that guy freshman year well you knew who he was though i didn't talk to you either jared yeah that's fair that's fair so we uh we had gone out to some bars and then dave just got in the mode where which i don't really see this in many people but he got in the mode where he just wanted to fight someone that's my daughter. She take that off. <laughs> He's one of them. <laughs> I, but I've never seen. I've been. I've been out with Dave so many times, and I've never. Maybe once or twice I've seen Dave like this, but this is this is a rare occurrence. And Dave just really, really wanted to fight someone. So we go inside Real Chili, which uh, if people remember my last time in Real Chili. It's uh, basically just like a drunk food place that's open late after the bars, and uh, it, it's. Last time we were there, we basically walked out with free food because the guy couldn't figure out how to work the credit card machine. And so this it's time we're in there. man. Yeah, yeah. So a piece of shit. Yeah. So so this time, uh, this these guys across the bar. And I don't know what this guy said. You know, they were younger. They were probably in school. And Dave, uh, you know, there's some things going back and forth. And the guy's like. Dave, you know, Dave's like, are you just going to say something to me? Or are you going to, you know, do something about it? Are you going to, you know, you're going to do like, you're going to do something. You're just going to talk. And he's doing a lot of the hand movements and that kind of thing. And, uh, then there's some throwing of the, uh, of the oyster cookie or oyster crackers, Aww. but not like in a fun Those sense, not in a fun sense in like a, uh, I'm pissed off sense and I'm going to throw these. Oh at yeah. So then, yeah, then, uh, <laughs> then it goes on and, uh, you know, the one guy say, you guys need to cool it down. You got, you know, you got to, otherwise you're going to have to get out of here. It cools off for a little bit. Then uh, Dave walks over there and like starts kind of pushing the guy and Tom comes up and grabs uh, one of the guy's phones. And then, <laughs> and then, then like four guys stand up when that happens. And then uh, basically it ends with me, Tom and Dave getting pushed out of the place. Um, I tried to avoid it as much as I could, but I wasn't going to discourage it because I really wanted to see what would happen. 
So then uh, we walk out of the place. Dave had to take his real chili to go. And there's this girl up on the third story of some building that's outside. And she's yelling down at Dave for some reason. I Just people heckling. I used to be a big heckler. So I can appreciate it. But um, Dave had his real chili in his hands. And uh, he was really convinced that he was going to, because of his former baseball skills, was going to be able to throw this at the girl through the, uh, you know, she had her window open. And she was going to be able to throw this and hit her window. Um, he was very confident about this. And as he was, and the reason he was so confident about this is because like five or six years ago, I was walking with Dave when it was snowing and this one kid had his window open yelling at us on like the fifth floor of this building. And Dave threw a snowball at the kid's screen and went into his room and uh, he was upset. So Dave thought, you know, in his drunkenness that he also had this ability now. And so he threw this, uh, <laughs> this bowl of chili uh, and it went about maybe a floor and a half, maybe a story and a half, <laughs> so about halfway there, fell on the ground. And then he continued to scoop up the chili off the ground and try to throw it again. And this time it oh, went almost even less. Sounds like a real mess. Very embarrassing at this point. Then um, Dave finds some other kid that uh, just walking on the street that he wants to fight. So he follows the guy and it's like yelling at him. And the guy just ends up walking to his house. But it was one of those things <laughs> where I've, <laughs> I've never really had one of those desires to just randomly fight someone. But uh, it's always entertaining to be with someone in that group. But uh, if that's ever me, Pat, just shut me down, man. You got to be in full rage mode. Like, had he had, like, a lot to drink? You know what? It didn't seem like that, but... uh, Oh, okay. I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. That's interesting, then. I've only met a couple of people like that. I mean, obviously a decent amount, but I don't know if like a crazy amount. Nothing like insane. And I'm not. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying Dave's like that. I'm just saying yeah. Dave has gotten like that before. Yeah. You know, I yeah, I knew yeah. this one kid in high school who just always wanted to fight people. Yeah. It, yeah. It was like it, it just made no sense. We go to a party where we didn't know anybody, so you think if anything, you'd want to get along with <laughs> yeah, people. Go, go low key. Yeah. Exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> different approaches. You know, different approaches on the night. Um, you know, I was trying to keep it a little low key, but, uh, so I was thinking about that, Pat. So what are like, give me like the top three people you avoid when you're walking on the street. Because when I was walking in Milwaukee the other day, Milwaukee, if you will, Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee. So there was a guy, he was a bigger guy and he was walking around with a clean wooden baseball bat in one hand. And then the other hand, four matching like red bound books. And I... (laughs) They were both decently thick, and I was like, "There's nothing I want to do more than avoid this guy." Like, well, you know, that's yeah. a rough area. Maybe he's. Oh, just this was downtown. This library, was this was down. You know? Yeah, this was downtown Milwaukee. It wasn't a bad area. This was like not. It was like middle of the day. Not a bad area. This was just like I. I don't know if this guy started talking to me. This is like the last guy I want to talk to right now. Yeah. Like, what possibly good could he have? You know, like, either he's going to try to sell me one of these books, or he's some super weirdo. Why does he have a bat? You know, like. Just a bunch of weird things. I was thinking, like, so that guy, um, obviously any of the guys with, like, the pamphlets, mm-hmm. that's, like, my number one thing. Just got. I don't care what the pamphlet has to say. I'm, I mean, most of the time I'm assuming it's, like, uh, don't kill the animals or something, which I'm for. You know, don't kill animals. You know, that, I'm not I'm not opposed to that. So, But uh, then you got, like, the 9-11 truther the guys. 9/11. And then uh, I would say, though, you know, the pamphlet guy is probably in my – that is on my list as well. And, uh, you know, typically I try to avoid uh, people panhandling, you know, people uh, asking for the money because I just not a conversation that I want to have where I'm going to say no. (laughs) 
Oh, man. You know who I really avoid now that I unfortunately see all the time are those, like, teenagers who play drums on the bucket. Oh, yes. Bucket Boys. Bucket Boys. I've got into it twice with Bucket Boys. How do you how do you get into uh, how do you get into it with Bucket Boys? Not by choice. They ask me for money, and I say no, and then they get upset. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm walking by myself, you know, or I'm yeah. driving by myself. Yeah. It's or it just can't take no for an answer, you know, and just. It, it just really rubs me the wrong way. Like, you know, like, this is apparently your job to street perform. Like, nobody's asking you to do this. Yeah. You yeah. know? So when they give me a hard time about it, and I, <laughs> it's just, I, there's no good way to really talk about it. But, yeah, just two bad instances. So I always avoid bucket boys. Yep. Um, at night, I always avoid anybody. I don't trust Ooh, anybody at night. That's a good one. That is a good one. Okay, like I live in a quiet neighborhood, but I mean, still, stuff goes on everywhere. Yeah. So if I'm jogging, yeah. I, I'll do anything to avoid anybody on the street. I don't care who they are, yeah. what they look like. I just not having it at night. That's when it goes down, you know? Yeah. And then I would say last, I avoid dogs. Ooh. Yeah. Just stray dogs or just people with dogs? Oh, stray dogs are the worst. But... Yes. People with dogs, too. And you know what drives me nuts is, like, you know, I used to do the whole marathon thing, and I'd train a little bit. And when yeah. i go running, it, it was it happened to me once each year. There was this dog on, like, the front porch not having a leash on. Yeah. It just takes off towards me. Yeah, yeah. That's not a, not a fan of that. No. Not a fan of that. It's like, I get you want to be comfortable and stuff, yeah. but it's an animal. You know, yeah. it's going to get triggered. And yeah. I got... I got bit when I was a kid twice, so I'm a dog person. I just don't like dogs I don't know and on the street, so I avoid dogs. Yeah, do you always find it a little weird when somebody says like they hate dogs because they got bit when they were like one or two? I've never heard anybody say they hate dogs. I've heard people that like just freak out about dogs just because they were bit when they were younger. I just, oh. Uh... Okay, so I got bit when I was younger twice, like I was talking about. Yeah. But in each instance, I didn't really know the dog. Like one time it was a yeah. block party. Yeah. It was old. I touched its ear, I guess, and it bit me. Yeah. Second time was in an alley, and there was a stray dog, and I got bit. You know? So yeah. it's just like, I've had two dogs. You know, I love dogs. It's just, yeah, I don't, I've n- I don't know anyone who's that scarred by it. Yeah. Um, there are people, Pat, there are people out there. Um, and I've also been bit by a dog, not to brag, but, uh, also been bit. So <laughs> what else, Jared? You've been yeah. stung by a bee, yeah. man. Yes, I have, man. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm i I'm a survivor. So yeah. Pat, we got to talk, we haven't, we haven't talked about this basically at all, but the bears suck. Oh my God. They're horrible. I didn't see much of week one, but I watched the past two games and it's, not only is it just uninteresting, it's yeah. just overly frustrating. Yeah. Like, they're so bad. You know, there's. Yeah. I thought it would be, you know, I'm not a coach. I'm not a coach. But I just thought yeah. <laughs> that, there, <laughs> that there might be a steady improvement with John Fox and the yeah. coaching staff and yeah. bringing new players in and getting rid of the attitudes and yeah. the. Just the bad players from the Emory area or era, and it's just like—I mean—they're plagued by injuries right now. But 
You know who I'm not impressed with at all is Kevin White. Yeah. Yeah, no, he hasn't re- done much for me. I he had a pretty crazy was- grab in this last game, like at the end of the game when it didn't really matter. But he, other than that, he, nothing. He just looks so lost. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I didn't study film on the guy, but it's just like, it seems like maybe he was more of a go up and get it kind of guy in college where there's less talent and mm. now you have to actually run routes and yeah. you know, decide there's options to go and yeah. I, he just he doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. Like he took a whole year off and then yeah. study film or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Just not a fan of him so far. No. See that could change. Do you think uh Jake Cutler's done? Jake Cutler? You think he's done starting as a quarterback? Um, no, I don't. I think, uh, Brian Hoyer's pretty, uh, pretty turnover happy. He likes to, uh, throw a lot of picks and stuff like that. So I could see it going easily flipping back around once Cutler's back. He's like meatloaf. Like you like having it once in a while. Yeah. 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 No, I hear you. I hear you. He's not a bad backup, but like the thing about like the bears compared to other bad like teams, like sometimes bad teams are at least fun to watch. Like, at least you're like, okay, they'll get some crazy big plays. And this is just sports in general. But, like, me, you know, maybe there's some, there's like just nothing exciting about the Bears right now. There's nothing yeah, exciting it seems about like watching. There's no them. real playmakers. No. And it just, it just kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm watching this because I have to watch this, is kind of what I feel like at this point. <laughs> I'm watching it because, well, you know, I watch out of loyalty. But yes. honestly, it's like, towards the end of the games, the past two, I, I've wanted to change the channel, yep. you know? And and why does it also seem like Cutler likes to get hurt when it is time like when there's a when he's doing bad it seems like he gets injured a lot more right like it's a pretty good excuse for him being out it's always like a finger I always feel like it's a finger yeah well when's uh, the last, yeah. last time it was something like really serious well that was like his knee what was it something with his knee in that uh, in that game with the NFC championship. With the oh, I thought that was a finger. No, it was like a knee something, I think. Who knows, Pat? Okay. Who knows? Regardless, he had to step up and he got hurt. And he wasn't doing good. Yeah. No, I, I so, totally, totally agree with that. I can't stand players like that. It's like you're not hurt. Your pride is hurt. Yes. You know? Yes, very much so. Very, very There was much this so. kid I grew up with. He was a good pitcher, but when he got rocked, all of a sudden he'd fall down on the mound. Yes. Like, oh, my ankle. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I've been fighting it all game. Exactly like that. Um, so we have some emails here. All right. So email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. This comes from none other than the real boys, MTJ, Michael Thomas James. He is titled The Spy Who Chubbed Me. And nice. it says, Jared, if you could pick one sauce, which would be the only sauce Pat can eat for the rest of his life, what sauce would that be? Oh, you better pick something good. So this is where... I, I think you would like if I said sriracha. Would you be all right with something like that? Not my go-to, but okay. yes, I enjoy sriracha. You, so, sriracha, I've said before, you could put on anything. That's the you thing. You can't put it on everything. Yeah, it, it, there's pretty. It's pretty versatile. Uh, like you, type of you sauce. can, but like, I wouldn't want sriracha on a burger. You know. See, I've actually had sriracha. Creamy sriracha on a burger is pretty solid. Creamy sriracha. Okay. Um, Not just like sriracha out of the bottle. Yes. But I, I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, but does Pat, does sriracha, I mean, it's like a hot thing. You know, maybe you're going to get sick. Like, you're going to get sick of all these flavors, right? 
You're going to explode my esophagus. That's what I'm saying. I don't want you long-term damage to you because of this, uh, this sriracha. So, Are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't. But, you know, I, I, I want it to be something that you're happy with at the same time. You know, like, what do you really enjoy out of a sauce? I have, I have a favorite sauce. You have a favorite sauce? Yes. Is it ranch? That's what I'm about. I'm all about the sauce. Close. Oh, man. Uh, what's close to ranch? Like another salad dressing? No. Um, it has the word ranch in it. <laughs> cool ranch? Uh, no. no. <laughs> That's a chip. Uh, creamy ranch? No. I, I don't. What What is your favorite sauce, Pat? Well, I guess you could call it Chipotle Ranch. Chipotle Ranch like is South, that even a thing? Southwestern Ranch. Southwestern Ranch. Okay, that's like the Subway Southwestern Ranch. It's called Chipotle Ranch in a okay. number of places by me. Okay. It's like um, a, almost like a. Uh, it's like a white. It's not purple, but it's not yeah. white or it's not brown. I don't know how to okay. describe it. Uh, well, that's a horrible description. So. Uh, <laughs> What I was thinking, Pat, for you um, would just be mayonnaise. No. Pat, it's. I think the reason I'm saying this is because I think it's the thing that will, will, will least bother you over a long period of time. It's very fattening. It's, I don't think it's any more fattening than any other sauce. I do. You do? I do. Well, people say, Pat that um, fat is actually good for you because it satiates you more. You're not as hungry throughout the day, the more fat So then I have to watch, like, what I eat the rest of the day because I'm just eating No, you're not going to be eating as much because you're eating this fat in your sauce. Pat, the answer is I'm going to use sriracha, and you're just going to deal with the the hot sauce. So here's the second part of the question. Pat, if you could pick one car for Jared to drive for the rest of his life, what would it be? One of the real boys. School bus. School bus. Yeah. I like that. I like that answer. You'd be the angry bus driver. Well, I wouldn't pick up any kids, but I would definitely use it to, uh, well, the parking. Jared's magic bus. Yeah, parking would be horrible. Gas mileage would be horrible. Uh, Most of it would be horrible. It would come in like, it would be fun like, I don't know, like four or five times a year when you just like go, you want to go to the bars with your friends. Is that considered a car though? Yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll count that. I think that's going to be a better answer than whatever else you're going to come up with. So, Are you sure? What, you have something else lined up that's solid? I don't know. Maybe something would come up. I was just questioning. <laughs> well, I guess you can keep thinking about it. But um, I think it would only Bomb be good car. like a few times a year, like if you got a bunch of your friends together like to go to the bars or something like that, and you just hired somebody to drive it. That would really be the only time that it's it's good. it would be good. Other than that, it would kind of suck. But I would still enjoy it's still It's not a bad answer, Pat. Oh, thanks. Yeah. A compliment. Yeah, compliment. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, how about a uh, – oh, people email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. How about a Brendan Fraser movie review? Yay. About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. Really, when these experiences are always brought into everyone's home – why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's toying with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. Pat, 
1996, The Twilight of the Golds. So this is directed by yes, sweet. Directed by Ross Marks. Ross Marks, known for The Twilight of the Golds. Uh, That's his most famous movie. This is based on the play by Jonathan Tollins. And this is starring Mr. Fraser, who plays David Gold. Jennifer Beals, who plays Suzanne Stein, who who is his sister. She's married, so she has a different last name. And she was in Flashdance. She was in Book of Eli. Didn't really recognize her a ton. Rosie O'Donnell, second movie that I've reviewed in a row with Rosie O'Donnell and b Phrase. And uh, Gary Marshall is the only other guy that I kind of recognized. Uh, but he also he played uh, B. Fraze's dad. But he was also a big director and writer. He directed The Princess Diaries, one of your favorites, Pat. Oh. So this, is, uh, this was a very interesting movie in the sense that just the whole topic of it. So this was about a doctor, and this doctor is married to – this is Brendan Fra- uh, Fraser's uh, brother-in-law is this doctor. And he works at a place that they can do genetic testing on babies and decide and figure out different things about them, like their sex and their, uh, you know, if they're going to have some deformalities and this kind of stuff. So they, and I should point out in this movie that B Phrase is gay. That's an in, in, integral part Just of the story. Just in this movie? Just in this movie, yes. In real life, he is not. Um, this is the second movie that I've noticed. I didn't that he say in real in. life. I just asked yes. if it was just in this movie. Like, is he being gay in another movie? He was. He was gay in one other movie, um, and that was the. It was a TV show actually, and it was Fallen Angels, and you can find the episode that I reviewed Fallen Angels. Uh, he also plays a gay man in that. Anyway, so at this, uh, so this girl, his brother-in-law, rephrases brother-in-law, works the place, and they find out and. Brendan Fraser's sister is pregnant, and they find out that the baby is going to be gay um, based what? on this testing. I, this is this is some hypothetical thing. I don't think they can. I, this, you can't actually test for that as a thing. Anyway, they find out, and in 1996, uh, they're debating on if they should have it aborted because it's gay. Very controversial. Explain as um, you but would that's what this child. movie is about. And, you know, B-Phrase is like, how could you possibly do this? I'm your brother. You love me. And I'm gay. And then the examples for for why they should get it aborted, this is where, like, the story kind of fell apart. It's like they talk about one time where he had a boyfriend in high school that broke up with him, and he was really sad. Just not like any relationship, (laughs) like not specific to gay or straight. And then – but also it's like – it's not like the parents were super religious or something like that. They just were kind of, like, bothered by the whole gay thing. But then it was, like, enough that – they were willing to possibly abort the baby and uh, just kind of a weird, like I, I didn't really understand. It was a lot of movie. It was an hour and a half long movie for, you know, this one decision and it uh, kind of, kind of very repetitive and went a lot back and forth. Um, I would, but just crazy. Like, you know, 20 years ago, that was like, that could even be a plot of something. It just seems like a weird thing. So anyway, uh, not a great movie. Not a horrible. It's a watchable movie. Um, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I don't think it's very good, but I would get, still give it a uh, hey, Pauly Shore. This is a middle tier Brendan Fraser movie. Okay. Watchable, not a, not a great movie. Yeah. What are yeah, your thoughts? I like on? I like when I like when you're honest about it. Yeah, I'm trying to be real honest about it. You know, it's uh, nothing to write home to mom about, as they say. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, did you watch the debate? 
I watched some of the debate. Yeah, I did. They said it was going to have like Super Bowl ratings almost. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? I I don't think they said 80 million people tuned in. That's not Super Bowl rating, is it? I have no idea what Super Bowl ratings are, but that is a lot of people. Yeah, they said it shattered the former record, but yeah. said that's not even counting like how it is nowadays with people streaming it on their yes, phone yes, from yes. work or watching it online. Yeah, they'll just watch the highlights the next day. Well, so, Pat, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about, just not the highlight part. So, like, I the me, the second I see something on Facebook or something in somebody post where it just seems so biased one way or the other, I immediately disregard it, right? Bitch what? Bitch what? Um, is, am I getting in your bitch what? So, no. like, okay, if you say you're an announcer at a football game, every every football announcer has their favorite team, right? And they they have to, I'm sure, have to announce these games where it's their favorite team playing. But if they're announcing this game and they're cheering like crazy, let's say when uh, the Bears score a touchdown. And then when the Packers score a touchdown, it's like, okay, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, touchdown. You know, like. You would never watch You would never watch it because you're like. Exactly. Watcher. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're showing too much of their cards. They're, it's, it's, so, it's so biased that you're like, this is ridiculous, especially if you were like a Packers fan. But even just a mutual person watching the game would just be like, this is, what is this announcer? This is very unprofessional, that kind of thing. Whenever I see these articles, either way on the political spectrum about like, this person's an idiot. This person is a liar. This guy, this, what, this is this. I immediately just disregard that. It, to me, it's just like next thing. Disregard whatever right. that is. Regardless of if, regardless of if I'm informa- in, interested in the information about the overall topic, it's something I it just no interest to me at all because it's just so you biased. You know what? I feel like this election is going to be the worst because there's going to be people who literally just hate Donald Trump, don't even know anything about what his plans are besides what the media like kind of shows like the mm-hmm. crazy ridiculousness of it and then there's gonna be people who just hate Hillary Clinton you know yeah they just don't give it like I don't know a fair I don't, yeah. I don't even know the word for it but yeah it's just so biased yeah I'm tired of it already it, yes. it was pretty bad last time there was an election too so I'm just yeah. saying that I think this time's gonna be even worse yeah I agree well, I think it has been worse already but it's just, uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely. When is that, by the way? The election? Yeah. In November. Wow, there was in November. Coming up. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you know where there's not an election coming up? Tanzania. Tanzania. Tanzania news. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. So, <laughs> some uh, uh, investors wanted for 7BN. Oh, that's billion in American dollars. Billion railway line for Tanzania. So the African Development Bank, as you know at AFDB, will hold an investor's roadshow to attract as much as $7.6 billion in U.S. dollars in financing for a railway linking Tanzania's port in Dar es Salaam with neighboring landlocking countries. So one of those would be like Rwanda, Pat. Rwanda. Yeah, Rwanda. And Rwanda. No. <laughs> and Kenya. And these kind of things. So 
uh, basically, this is just they're looking to increase the trade between these countries, but they need a lot of dough to get it started. You know what I'm saying? I need that cheddar. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm going to put cheese near my feet. They're all going to run down there. And for one minute, I'm going to squirm. Squirm like a, you know what, I can't say it. But after a minute, I let them out to eat the cheese. I'm gone. Thousand bucks in my pocket. Need that cheddar. Would you invest in one of these, Pat? Would you invest in a uh, railway line? No, I actually know someone who has though in America, which is strange. That actually is very strange. So what's, what's and it didn't work out for them? Um, he claims it did. I don't know. I, I don't know his investment profile, but he told me he had a bunch of stocks in the. I'm not going to put him on blast. You yeah. know him actually. Yeah. Shout out um, to him. Shout uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Pat, if you th- you had a bunch of say you got you know seven million dollars lying around to invest, are you invested in something that that seems like this, or you're more likely likely to invest in something that's more flashy, right? Is that what you're saying? I think you have to do something flashy, and you have to do something new. Yeah, railways are old. Lame. <laughs> They're really old. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this guy, so the person that wrote the article is hoping that China comes in with the money. Um, they will kiss their hands. So Tanzania is East Africa's largest economy after Kenya. And it continents fifth biggest gold producer and has estimated reserves of 58 trillion cubic feet of natural gas. So it's got a lot of natural resources, which is what keeps a lot of the, you know, keeps the trade and stuff like that going. Um, so they just need a way to transport it. This should be booming for uh, old Tanzania. It's big stuff. Somebody's just got to pony up that money, as they say. Pony up, man. Pony up. So uh, if anybody's looking out there, we got a good place for you to go. Uh, check out the article uh, on the website. <laughs> it's not clear which one it is. But uh, just just search, uh, you know, Tanzania Railway. You'll put your money in there. It'll be great. It'll just be so great. So, Pat, you know what I was thinking that we haven't done in a while? Or did you have something else? I was gonna ask you who you wanted to start a small business with that's what i was gonna ask you pat that's literally you if you figured i was gonna go there i was gonna ask you first okay i mean hey it's okay okay fair enough well let's start with a letter pat let's start with a uh a letter letter h letter h uh katie holmes nice okay scientology man yeah scientology exactly i don't know if she's still in scientology i don't think she's in scientology anymore but what's the second one pat D. D? D. D. Snyder. Sweet. From Twisted Sister. I actually follow him on Twitter now. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Katie Holmes or D. Snyder. And uh, what's the – give me another letter here. Oh, man, these letters. K. K. Um, wow. I don't know a lot of businesses are with K. Kardashian. Kardashian, that doesn't make any sense. That's not a job. It's a business, man. <laughs> what was that? What does that mean? What do you do with Kardashian business? It's a business. I, we're, we're not picking Kardashian. Uh, Ketchup popsicle. Yeah, Pat, you could not have picked a harder letter. Ketchup cake. <laughs> All right, Pat, here's here's what it's going to be. Okay, D. Snyder, Katie Holmes, and you are going to be like kayak tour guides throughout Chicago. What I did not too long ago. Uh, for on my birthday. You know what? This one's actually really tough because they both could bring a lot to the table. I agree with that. 
You got D. Snyder who can entertain and sing as he's yep. giving a tour, right? Yes. He can dress up in glam like he used to yes. and just totally rock it, you know? Yes. Then you got Katie Holmes. Yep. Um, let me see if I'm remembering her face correctly. Yeah, yep. she's pretty. Yeah. She'd be fun to look at. Yep. I mean, I don't know her personality that much. Yep. We're not best friends or anything. But That's surprising. I feel like she's got the talent to bring in the male audience. That's true. That's true. Um, Repeat customers. She's like that bartender with all the regulars that keep coming back because they like the bartender. Yes. Interesting. That's a good, uh, that's a good one, Pat. I do like the idea of D Snyder. I I feel like one of his like eighties crop tops would be perfect uh, in a kayak. I agree. Yeah. I, I feel like he really fits that motif, but also I'm a little worried about his hair in the water. Well, I don't know. He, okay, yes, it's very curly and but I mean, maybe he makes it like that for the stage. Maybe it's actually straight. Yeah. And also, he's he should be a pro enough at this point that he uh, is not getting his hair too wet in the kayak. You know what the other thing is is I've seen him interview people for like I think it was the Golden God Award yeah. a couple of years ago, so he has experience doing that. Okay. Yeah, this is good. This is all good stuff. I, I, I think I'm going to go with D. Snyder. I th- feel like he would fit this a little better. I, I feel like, but, in, you know, you're free to tell me if I'm wrong on this. Yeah. I think D's actually a bigger name than she is. I feel like maybe he's a more recognizable face. I don't. I, Katie Holmes has a pretty big name just from her marriage to Tom Cruise. Yeah, so anyone who ever watched the E! Channel or reads the tabloids knows who she is. And also, I feel like it's almost, what's more sad? Like, what would be more like, oh, my God, you're doing this now? I feel like I feel like you feel, I, I don't know. I feel like the D. Snyder thing would almost, you're almost also feeling a little bad for them. Like, whereas Katie Holmes, I don't know, I wouldn't feel bad for her if she was doing kayak tours. But okay, so D. Snyder's a rock star. He could bring booze to the kayak. Then yep. you look at it as a party. That's his, like, little retirement thing. That's a good thing. point. I mean, the guy's got to be pushing 60 if he's not yes. there yet. yes. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with so that. So maybe that's more entertainable painting than doing some, you know, bullshit reality show or, yep. you know, yep. trying to hustle out on stage in your 60s. Yep. You know, just party on a kayak, man. That's a good point. And as, as the time goes on and, you know, maybe... You know what? Maybe I'm imagining him on a boat. Like, how do you... Okay, I haven't yeah. been on a kayak tour. How do you give a tour while people are kayaking? You just... Everybody's in a kayak and they just follow you. Oh. You don't have like six people sitting on this kayak, if that's what was in your head. Yeah. No, no, people just follow you as you're in a kayak. Oh. Yeah, I'm still sticking with D. Snyder. I'm going with D. Snyder too, but I do like, uh, you know, I do like the debate. Good debate. Maybe we'll get Super Bowl ratings. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? So, uh, anything else here, Pat? I really wanted to do Bitch What this week, but everyone is still talking about Colin Kaepernick. And there's no other Bitch What's? That's the only bitch what out there? Not really. Like, off the top of my head, I really tried to put something together today. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. I got one other thing here if you don't have a bitch what. Um, so Trevor, our social media expert, uh, he was talking about how much he hates the saying, fall down seven times, get up eight. You know that <laughs> yeah. saying, like, when you, you know, like maybe fall down three times, get up four, whatever it is, whatever the number is. But when you really think about it, it really doesn't make any sense. Because if you fall down... You have to fall down to get up. Yeah, you have to fall down to get up. And you can't fall down 
I don't know how you get up one extra time, one extra, one more time than you fell down. Like if you fell down seven times, you you get up seven. You don't get up eight. Unless you started on the ground, but then you already had fallen down, and that counts as one of the times you fell down. No, I get what you're saying. It's one of, but it's supposed to be a metaphor. Like you're supposed to rise up further. Yeah, but it's a metaphor that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, I don't like it. it it's not either. a logical. I'm just saying it's why not a logical thing. It. Yeah, it's not something I would say, man. Yeah, no, I would never say that either. So nobody say that, please. If Pat wanted to say it, I definitely wouldn't say it. So uh, I oh. Would... You know what? What? I'm actually really upset about this. You remember last year, off topic, I went to Rob Zombie's Great American Nightmare Haunted Yes, I do. I remember that quite well. Okay, this year, going to go to Rob Zombie's Great American Haunted House, and he was performing after. I like Rob Zombie. Yeah. A super pump. Yes. Canceled. They canceled it? It was supposed to be this upcoming Sunday. And I took off work Monday so I can enjoy myself on Sunday. Wow. Sunday night. Yeah. And it's canceled. They're not having the house this year. Wow. Just like in the last week. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, do you think uh, haunted houses are dying? No. I think for whatever reason, something came up and he doesn't want to do it. I don't oh, know okay. what that is. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds great, Pat. I'm sorry to hear hey, about your loss. Did you see um did you see Riot Fest was over by where you work? Yeah, I knew that. Dude, I could that was terrible coming home on Friday. Oh, you went to Riot Fest? No, I oh, well, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to go. The, the lineup just like okay, the Misfits like they had 84,000 people come see them. That's a huge deal. Yeah. I just I just don't I don't get it when I listen to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's... it's one of those things that I really want to get them because they have such like a cool look. I love like their logo with the Reaper and all that. Yeah, but it pisses me off when people wear like the Guns N' Roses Bullet logo. And I know for a fact they don't listen to the band and they just think the shirt looks cool. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy, so I can't no. get a Misfit shirt. It's just like I don't know, '80s punk. I just never got into it. Yeah, but, yeah. Did not go to Riot Fest, but man, did that make coming home terrible. Yes. Not so great. Not so yeah. great at all. I totally agree with that. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? And we're going to try to get, we got some, uh, one, next time we get in person, we'll have some guests on the show. Um, so look forward to that. Also, uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Pat, you see your boy, Pat Callahan, 33. Or your boy, Bad Piece 33, sorry. Um, I don't follow him. I've never seen a picture posted, of him that you haven't sent me. Okay. Somebody else sent Pat a picture of Bad Piece 33. Um, but don't. anyway. I don't care. <laughs> uh, he posted a lot of pictures. Shout out to Bad Piece 33 on Instagram. Posted like 100-something the other day, I heard. So uh, follow Pat on Instagram, Bad or, uh, Pat Callahan 44 and then also like us on Facebook. We've uh, you know we've been bumping up the Facebook things. We're posting pictures of Pat and Butter and stuff like that. And also, what's this we shit? It's all you, man. <laughs> it's mostly me. It's mostly me. Pat's still working on his bitch what for next week. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can. Uh, I'll. Uh, and also, uh, if you enjoy the show, you know, share it with somebody else. Just play it in a public setting, very loud. That's uh, the goal of the week. So thank you for listening. New episodes every Thursday and. The show is ended. Now you know you got to go. Program is now shutting down. Peace. This is Yasin.